Part 3. IRS Truths and Tricks Question. When is a true statement considered frivolous? Answer. Here is an example of an argument where the statement is true, but it is still frivolous. J. The 16th Amendment was not ratified, has no effect, contradicts the Constitution as originally ratified, lacks an enabling clause, or does not authorize a non-apportioned direct income tax. These parts are undeniably true. Lacks an enabling clause, or does not authorize a non-apportioned direct income tax. But it is still frivolous because if you incurred, allowed, or caused evidence for a tax liability to stand, it is irrelevant. Just like if you have voluntarily enlisted in the military, it is irrelevant that no law required you to enlist. You can still be court-martialed for violations of the special military regulations you made yourself subject to. Suppose you were mistaken for an AWOL soldier and picked up by MPs and dragged into a court-martial. What is the big issue that needs to be addressed? The fact that you are not the person they assumed you are. You are not a member of the military. You would bring that up first, right? You would not waste time arguing that it is voluntary to join the military, would you? By the same token, if you understand what is really going on with the income tax, you understand it is all about the evidence, and you do not need any of these legal arguments. The correct facts either establish that you are liable or they do not. Just the facts, ma'am. Regarding Original Issue Discount, OID. 21. A taxpayer may use a Form 1099 OID or another Form 1099 Series Information Return as a financial or other instrument to obtain or redeem, under a theory of redemption or commercial redemption, a monetary payout of the United States Treasury or for a refund of tax, such as by drawing on a straw man or similar financial account maintained by the government in the taxpayer's name. See paragraph 20 above. That is from Notice 2010-33. Item 21. Cracking the Code CTC Style Returns. 22. A taxpayer may claim on an income tax return or purported return an amount of withheld income tax or other tax that is obviously false because it exceeds the taxpayer's income as reported on the return or is disproportionately high in comparison with the income reported on the return or information on supporting documents filed with the return, such as Form 1099 Series, Form W-2, or Form 2439, Notice to Shareholder of Undistributed Long-Term Capital Gains. How do they know a CTC return with 4852 zeroing out wages yet claiming a refund is obviously false? Because it is attached to a 1040 US person return. And for such a person, any amount received as compensation for services is treated as gross income from a source within the US, per IRC 861. This should also clarify why Larkin Rose's 861 arguments failed. So by admitting there was withholding, the CTC filer using 1040 is ipso facto admitting he had more gross income than he is reporting on the 4852 form and on his 1040 return. This is where they get the obviously false part upon which this frivolous position is based. Without the obviously false part, it would not necessarily be frivolous just because your refund amount exceeds the gross income or is disproportionately high. Obviously, it is possible for this to happen due to erroneous withholding. Here is another one. 10. A taxpayer is not a person within the meaning of Section 7701A14 or other provisions of the Internal Revenue Code, or similar arguments described as frivolous in Revelations Ruling 2007-22, 2007-1, CB-866. This is frivolous, yet many people cannot let it go. 
including our mutual friend at SEDM, every taxpayer is a person of one kind or another as far as the IRS is concerned. That is the rules of the game. Arguing against that is like trying to hit a home run in a basketball game. It is important to note that you are not required to deal with the IRS at all. If you have a problem observing the rules of engagement provided by Congress and Treasury and the courts, you can always just deal directly with the employer or payer who has filed the W-2 or 1099 and started all the trouble. For most people, dealing with IRS is preferable as it allows you to avoid friction with those you depend upon to make your living. I believe you have mentioned this one. 45. The service is not an agency of the United States government, but rather a private sector corporation or an agency of a state or territory without authority to administer the Eternal Revenue's laws. Again, the service is not an agency of the United States government, but rather a private sector corporation or an agency of a state or territory without authority to administer the Internal Revenue Laws. And this catch-all. 46. Any position described as frivolous in any revenue ruling or other published guidance in existence when the return adopting the position is filed with or the specified submission adopting the position is submitted to the service. Returns or submissions that contain positions not listed above, which on their face have no basis for validity in existing law, or which have been deemed frivolous in a published opinion of the United States Tax Court or other court of competent jurisdiction, may be determined to reflect a desire to delay or impede the administration of federal tax laws, and thereby subject to the $5,000 penalty, which on their face have no basis for validity in existing law, or which have been deemed frivolous in a published opinion of the United States Tax Court or any other court of competent jurisdiction. Get it? 